Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. Serena, what's happening? Yeah, man. Um, I, I think Serena's about to walk away, man. I know, man. From what it sounds like, she is going to step away from the game and get to the rest of her life's endeavors. Yeah. Shout out to a legend. She is definitely... Not even arguably, she is one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. Easily the best female athlete ever. If you had to give like a Mount Rushmore of like the best athletes Just, ever, yes. Serena, Tiger Woods, Michael it. Jordan, Tom Brady, like those are the four to yeah. me. Yeah, those those are my four too, without debate. Those right. are my four exactly. Tiger Woods, what he did to golf, obviously revolutionized the mm-hmm. game. Serena, what she did in tennis is literally incredible. Right. Literally amazing what she did mj it goes without being said obviously nobody will be mj right. we see what he did with the last dance we see what he's doing now it is jake's yeah. i mean there's a restart going on right now yeah i'm missing it <laughs> i need i need those citrus sevens that come out this saturday though believe that and tom brady come on now yeah seven rings 45 Some. still slanging the pig like he's killing it welcome to another edition of the out of my league podcast i'm justin i'm deshaun and as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. News. What's up, man? Hey, man. You know, blessed, blessed to be here another day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you starting to give me those. Man, I'm just trying to stay out the way, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Man, I'm trying to get like, man, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staying out the way, fam. Just staying out the way. <laughs> well, I've been moving all week, man. Mm getting stuff in order you know how that went with my yeah. tv obviously yeah. but yeah i've been moving all week so i'm, I'm just kind of trying to get settled in so are you a little hype yeah are you in your place yet like are you staying in your place yet or are you just kind of no I, okay, i've, okay. I've kind of just been moving stuff back and forth that's smart, um, that's smart. As of, yeah moving stuff back and forth as of now my furniture should be here this weekend so i think okay. this weekend will be the first time i actually kind of you know actually stay in but i mean it's been good man glad to have my own space glad to have you know my own privacy again Mm -hmm. so that's gonna be cool and also glad that preseason officially the official kickoff starts tomorrow man yeah yeah starts with lamar jackson who doesn't have his money why what are we doing (laughs) i i really think that the negotiation is 230 mil fully guaranteed and i think he really wants the deshaun watson contract as he should i just don't know if the ravens want to give him that and their concern is probably you know his recent injuries which i mean he hasn't honestly been hurt that often yeah it's not it hasn't been like a crazy and then his play style right and then his play style where he's Mm -hmm. running and throwing but the point is if you gave him a better supporting cast at wide receiver and tight end, well, tight end's yeah. fine, but wide receiver, he wouldn't have to run as much because the offense yeah. would... <laughs> He'd be fighting for his life. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, Lamar Jackson is the Ravens. Yeah. To me, he he is the Ravens' offense. Literally, he's 100% of the offense. 
And right now, I really don't understand why he hasn't got his deal. I know him not having an agent representing himself mm. could be one of the reasons why negotiations aren't really moving forward like some of these other players have. Yeah. But do you see this lingering into the season? And if so, should Lamar Jackson play if he doesn't have a new deal? Yeah. So uh, according to multiple reports, you know, Lamar Jackson wants his contract before week one. Yep. He doesn't want to be thinking about a contract this year, especially because of all he has given the Ravens. I mean, he unseated Joe Flacco. He's been an MVP. Like, he's been attracting free agents. People want to play with him. Yep. It's This is ridiculous. Why is the contract not done yet? Like, it's it's crazy to me that – a former league MVP and somebody that is accounting for basically a hundred percent of your offense is not getting paid yet. Like give him his money so you can focus on other things, a part of your team. Yeah. It's actually mind blowing to me that he hasn't got a contract yet. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I know that I think the rumor is that he is going to, or the report, excuse me, is that he will, you know, just play this last season out and then just, you know, dabble into free agency. But if I'm him, I'm not touching that field from right. regular season without money. Correct. And I'm not taking anything lower than Deshaun Watson, who hasn't been MVP, who right. didn't play last year, who's not 100% at the offense. Right. Like, Lamar Jackson is literally the Ravens' offense. Yeah. They go as Lamar Jackson goes. And they wouldn't be where they are without him. And he's been nothing but a a stand-up individual off the field as well. Yeah. No off-the-field issues. Like, he's really been the face of that franchise. And it it just is unfortunate that he hasn't been able to work out a deal yet. If this does bleed over, can you see them franchising him? Like, franchise tagging him? Like they did a Kirk Cousins so, or Dak Prescott? Yeah, that, that could be a problem. I'm not going to lie to you about it. That could be – that. that's where if they try to franchise tag him – that's where I don't show up to camp at all. No OTAs, okay. no training camp, and the regular season, I just do not show up. Because, okay. honestly, that's a slap in the face. Don't give me the franchise tag. I have been in the playoffs. I have won an MVP. You traded up mm-hmm. to get me in the back in the back half of the first round. Yep. The last pick overall, you traded with the Eagles to get him at 32. This is a problem. Like, the leverage, honestly, is with Lamar Jackson because he's looking at it like, look, None of these dudes that just got paid have done what I've done. Literally. None of them. Not not even. And, Kyle Murray hasn't done half of what he's done. Right. So this is this is where his negotiating point is, is like, look, I'm an MVP. I'll bring you to the playoffs. I account for 100% of your offense. I yeah. am your offense. Yeah. I'm your franchise player. Yeah. People show up to see me play. I am yes. a brand box in office. the NFL. I am box, box office. office. Yes. yes. I'm a selling point. So. Yes. If I'm going to GM Eric DaCosta and an owner, Steve Bishotti, and I'm just saying, like, look, the price starts here. Whatever, you know, legal language you're trying to throw in here to not give me my guaranteed dollars is not going to work. So I think that's the back and forth right now is the guaranteed money and probably the length of the deal and the, you know, the injury guarantees as well. So I think that's where the organizations try to protect themselves from injuries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the players like, look, I have been here. I have been at the pinnacle. I am an MVP. The only thing I haven't delivered to you is a Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. That's it. 
I have delivered. And a lot of quarterbacks haven't right, delivered that. I've delivered everything but a Super Bowl to you, which means that I should be at Watson or above Watson. Yeah. I should be above Kyler Murray. Yeah. And Kyler Murray got 130 guaranteed. Yeah. So I'll, if I'm, you know, Lamar Jackson or, you know, in this case, you know, his mom, too, I'm saying, look, 200 guarantee, 230 uh, mil guarantee, four years. Yep. And there is there is no out. You don't yeah. get like the guaranteed money is going to be the guaranteed money. Two hundred and thirty fully guaranteed. Yep. yep. Because yep. he's earned that. No, he has. And Watson's contract really changed the game. It's just insane with everything looming with him. And we're going to get to him next. With everything looming with him, he might not play for a second straight season. And the Browns just, you know, threw everything at this man. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I've done everything that Watson's done on the field plus more because I've been an MVP and I'm 100% of the offense. And I don't come with any of the baggage that has been off the field. Right. And... If for you to not be able to at least match his offer, yeah. it, it's egregious to me. Like that, that's pretty insane to me. So if I'm him, I'm not playing this season without a contract. If he does decide to do it, and that means he's testing free agency afterwards, mm-hmm. I hope that they lose him yeah. um, because I feel like they deserve. They're paying everybody else. They just paid Justin Tucker. Right. So right. if they if they can give out money to all these other people, they have to take care of their franchise quarterback like he is the system and he is what makes the ravens box office like people watch lamar jackson they're Mm -hmm. just not watching the ravens they're watching lamar jackson so yeah it's going to be interesting to see what this looks like over the next three weeks as we head into the season because if he doesn't get that contract i don't expect him to be on the field and speaking of watson i know we've mentioned his name a lot Mm -hmm. Um, Peter C. Harvey has been appointed over the appeal that the NFL had for his case, and he will now be reviewing Watson's six-game suspension. And Goodell, over the weekend, called Watson's actions egregious and predatory behavior. Yeah. Do you think that Deshaun Watson will ultimately be suspended for the full season, and will he play any games, you know, barring how these holdouts can be and how these back-and-forth processes go? Yeah, so the the legal appeal and Roger Goodell, honestly, he could have he could have did this himself with the appeal, he but he still it. he still yeah. chose to go outside of the NFL yep. and yep. you know get somebody that has prosecuted before. So yep. this is where you know the new legal proceedings happen, and I honestly don't see Watson being suspended for a full season okay. now. I do not expect him to be suspended for six games anymore. I think this is going to be a lot more games. Um, if it's a full season, like Roger Goodell won, like the, and the NFL won because yeah. they essentially challenged the other judge and said, "No, nah, yeah. you, you didn't do enough." So, yeah. but they appointed the judge in the first place, which yeah. is why this whole system is out of control. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just. I think the NFLPA in general is I think they have a hand in it too. Like I think that they're probably probably going to want to uh appeal if and I don't, I'm not even sure how that will work, but I think they will want to appeal if it's a full year. But I, I would say that he can get 14 games. I don't think that's under like I don't think that's horrible. 14 of 17 games like 
you did all but three games. You might as well you might as well do the whole season. I think the max that he gets is twelve. Wow. If if it's not twelve, to me it's either twelve or the full season because I don't think it really matters to come back for three games. Yeah. Whereas to me it's like I see him being suspended. Honestly, like ten to twelve is the sweet spot for me. Mm. It's either ten to twelve games or the full season because I think after that it's hard to really make a difference in three um, games. or yeah, in, in the three games, unless your team is really on the cusp of the playoffs. And it's right. like, if you've been playing without him that long, three games to me, isn't going to really do much for him. Well, and you want to come with, you know, coming to a fact too, with the Browns, I mean, they could possibly be playing week 17, but right. what if they rest, what if they're resting their starters and they're just preparing for the playoffs? Like, do you bring Watson in without playing for, you know, 14 straight weeks? Like that, that's the questions that I would ask, you know, the team, because if you have been winning, let's say, let's say they suspend Watson for 14 games and then mm-hmm. the Browns go ahead and trade for, I don't know, Jimmy G or somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. And, they're able to at least hold the fort down to where they have a at least a wild card spot solidified by that point. Okay. Do you then bench Jimmy G for Deshaun Watson? In that case, I think everybody would say, go ahead and start watching. Because at that point in time, I think he gives you the best chance to win, right? And if you're going to the playoffs... You're going to want him. You're going but to it, want him. Are the, are the rest of the starters going to play through that? Because what I'm saying is if the, if he's playing with the backups, yeah, yeah he's getting reps, but he's not building that chemistry. Right, right. He, like, he's not building that chemistry. The thing is, with um, his six-game suspension right now, he can't practice till after week three, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It's week three or week four that he can – like, he can't practice up until week three or week four. So, if he can't practice up until week 14, per se – yeah. And he's gonna have to build a lot of that chemistry yeah. back in in three games. If unless they're meaningful games, like you said, if they're meaningless, they've already solidified a wild card spot. Are the starters really gonna be playing right. those games? Right. So there there are a lot of questions, and that's why I think that a ten to twelve window, he can come back and get meaningful reps in. Mm. But if you get suspended for fourteen to seventeen games, like you might as well just sit out the season. Yeah. I just don't think three two three games is really enough for him to actually, you know, catch that rhythm and be what they need him to be. Right. So I think that's going to be an interesting decision. I'm not exactly sure when that um, new decision is supposed to come down from Peter Harvey. Mm-hmm. There, There's no real timetable on that. And I know that just looking back at like somebody's case, like Zeke's case where he was suspended, but he appealed and he actually got to play the first half and yeah. then he had to sit the second half. I don't know if that could be a case like this as well. So that's why I was curious to see, you know, if he could indeed, if they appeal, will he be playing games at all until they come down to a verdict? My guess is, and I I know the Browns are going to want to know, the league is going to want to know, but my guess is this verdict happens in, you know, two weeks or so. I don't think this happens before the season starts. Yeah, because in my if you're looking at the legal process right like the the work of the case has already been done when Roger Goodell yeah. handed his paperwork yeah. into that judge yeah he was already before it was even announced he was already looking at the case right he knows the yeah. ins and outs and if Roger Goodell came out and said that 
what he, Watson yeah, he, did. <laughs> Goodell just want Goodell just wants somebody else to right. Him. Like right. Goodell, we already have all the facts and information in front of us. The investigation is done, so that yeah. part is out the way. It's really about the judge looking through all the evidence and making a decision. Yep. And I think that you know, honestly, the, the pressure is on because imagine if he sticks with six games. How <laughs> oh like. You know how devastating that would be for the league? For Goodell. Yeah, like, what are we doing? So I really think it's going to be way more than six games. If it's a year, it's a year. But I don't see less than eight games. And you're probably right in that 10, 10 to 12 game range because if it's a if it's a full season, I think that the NFLPA is going to want something else done. And I don't know how that appeals process works, but that would be something also thrown into it. But and if you're if you're Watson, you kind of just want this all to be done. Yeah, like you're prepared. You want to you, you want to know what's going to happen so right. I can continue and move forward. Right, you are prepared to serve six games. You knew that the appeal was going to come. Like I don't I don't think Watson's camp was shocked about the league appealing. Like I'm pretty sure they knew about that. And now you're in a, in a holding pattern again, where essentially you're going to find out, I would say, I would say two weeks, two to three weeks. We should hear something on Watson. It's definitely going to be before week one has to be before week one. And um, I, I just think it's going to be way more than six games at this point. I just don't see them appealing and then losing again for another six game suspension. I just don't see after all the evidence they've, they've acquired, what Roger Goodell is saying, if Roger Goodell himself has, in which he has already looked at the case multiple times and he had a whole investigations team look at it, if he knows the details and how egregious they are, this judge that appointed, you know, he, I'm sure there, there was some messaging, there was some talking points. Something will be done. And I think it's going to be more than six games. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be around 12 games max. We'll see what happens, obviously, because like you said, it, it should come out soon. Yeah. And if it does, I mean, the Browns got to move forward. Like they, they have to figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback spot. Are they going to go, you know, pick up Jimmy G? Are they going to keep Jacoby Brissett? Like they have a lot of questions, you know, surrounding them right now in training camp. And with training camp, we can start our tour around the trenches. North side, man. AFC North, NFC North. We are hitting the North, South, East, and West as we mm -hmm. inch closer and closer to the start of the regular season. But first up, we're going to do the AFC North. Give me your favorite storyline in the North, man. Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. I mean, look, man, it's Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Like, we, <laughs> we, we open the show with it. We're going to stick it at that point. Yep. It's Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Yep. The Ravens had a fantastic offseason. They have yep. they acquired a lot of talent, a lot of young talent to really build out that roster for the long haul, sustainability. So now that you have all that talent, you you built in the trenches, you you tried to improve in the secondary, like you improve your pass rush, your offensive line which was a problem last year, your offensive line especially. Now you have pieces in place. How about you take care of your quarterback? And if Lamar Jackson doesn't get a contract by week one, how how does his relationship with the Ravens then continue 
throughout the season. I'm watching that storyline specifically just because a player that represents themselves has nothing really to lose, especially a former league MVP. And there are teams that want Lamar Jackson. He's still young enough. He's still very effective. There's still teams that really don't want to play him. This is something interesting to watch. And I don't want the relationship to sour. You know, this is this is something really, really important to watch. Again, the Ravens have enough talent to take over that division if they wanted to. Like, they really do have enough talent to take take that division again and win it. Um, but this this has to do – you have to take care of your quarterback, and that's where I'm looking at. Yeah, you got to take care of your quarterback. It sounds like you almost undersold Lamar Jackson. There are a couple of teams that want him. There are plenty of teams that want <laughs> yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And there are plenty of teams that do not want to play against Lamar Jackson. He is very hard to game plan against. So that is obviously a great storyline. Deshaun Watson's storyline to me is mm. obviously something that, you know, everybody's paying attention to. So I'm not going to pick that one. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Okay. Um, a team that, you know, I had no idea would make it to the Super Bowl <laughs> last year. And right now, I still think that it was kind of fluke, kind of luck. My thing this year will be to see if the Bengals are what we see. Time out, time out, time out, time out. You think the Bengals, was a, they were a fluke last year? To get to the Super Bowl, yes. Wow. Yes, 100%. Wow. I, I have said that over and over again. I don't think they were better than the Bills. Don't think they were better than the Chiefs. I don't know if they're better than the Ravens, honestly. Wow. Um, like, I, I have all the confidence in the world in Joe Burrow. I know that he just had, you know, surgery. So, right now, he's just driving golf carts around <laughs> yeah. practice. Um, but um, I, I just didn't think that Bengals team was as good as they showed. Like, they, they shocked a lot of people, and I think a lot of teams underestimated them. I don't think that they were better than the Bills. Definitely don't think they were better than the Chiefs. Um, even though they beat the Chiefs in their house. Yeah, even yeah, even <laughs> though they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. And if you look at all the games in the playoffs, honestly, they were down two touchdowns, I think, mm-hmm. in all but one game in the postseason. Yeah. And they just ended up coming back second half. And, I mean, kudos to them for battling back. But I think a lot of teams that they played kind of took them lightly. And during the regular season, they weren't, you know, dominating teams like that they had just a solid record like they didn't really like blow anybody out the water and they played up to their competition so i mean salute to them but this year i'm looking to see if you know did they just kind of have like uh not i'm not gonna call it a fluke year but you know like just a, a one-off type of year i want to see if they'll actually be what they were last year because i don't think they're gonna win this division um I don't think that they are a top three team in the AFC. I would agree with that. And yeah, and I, I don't know if they're a top five team in the AFC personally. I don't know if they're a top five team in the AFC. And I want to mm. see if they can actually do what they did last year to prove to, you know, people like myself that it wasn't just one of those lucky years. Best player this season from that division. Who you got? Is it Lamar before, Jackson? Before we get to that, <laughs> before we get to that, um, I do disagree <laughs> on the Bengals front. I just feel like based off of their last two to three off seasons, they've built toward that. And that's something that I, I tweeted even before the season. You're not going to tell me they were better than the Bills last year. No, I'm not saying they were better than Bills, the but the Chiefs. Bills lost. Yeah, you're right. And they beat you're the right. they beat the that's, Chiefs and Arrowhead for that's the fine. AFC Championship. That's fine. That's fine. You're still not telling me that they're better than those teams. I don't think they are. Talent-wise, probably not, but they beat them. 
it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, that's cool. <laughs> that, and, that, and no, and I said that. I'm yeah. just telling you that I don't think that they're better than them. Okay. And you're actually agreeing with me. Yeah, but I mean, they, yes, yes, yeah. they beat them. They beat them. That's what I'm saying. They beat them, so they got there. Kudos to them. I'm not taking anything from them. I just don't think that they're that team. Okay. I just don't think that they're that team. So do it again. Prove me wrong. <laughs> and I know, and I know it's hard to get into the Super Bowl, but you know, yeah. Prove We'll see. Before we move on to the next question, I do, you know, we will be remiss to not mention what's going on in Pittsburgh with the quarterback position. Um, and that's something definitely to pay attention to in Pittsburgh uh, because we don't know who's going to start for the Steelers right. this year at quarterback. And right. that is something that, you know, we should monitor closely. Uh, apparently, Mitch right now is doing pretty good. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Hard for me <laughs> okay. to actually say that. <laughs> Hard for me to actually say that, yeah. you know, out loud. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, yeah, that's that's obviously going to be something interesting. Best player in the division this season, Lamar. Wow. Um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm going Lamar as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's action Jackson. Yeah. It's it, it's it's Lamar Jackson like. I think uh, Jamar Chase is obviously somebody so explosive mm-hmm. that I love watching. Um, you know, and Lamar Lamar Jackson's obviously just on a different level to me. Deshaun yeah. Watson is not going to play enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Kareem Hunt wants to get traded. I know Nick Chubb will be getting the bulk of that load yeah. now, like he always had, but he's not Lamar Jackson. Right. <laughs> like he's not. He's just not Lamar Jackson. All right, rank the division for me, top to bottom. Who you got? I'm gonna go. Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. Okay. And I'm really and honestly, I could flip flop the Browns and Ravens, but I'm gonna keep it where it is. I'm gonna go Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. Give me Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. And uh I mean barring Deshaun Watson's suspension, obviously. Yeah. If it's if it stays with six games, I'm That's what I'm leaning on, yeah. Like, yeah, if it, if it stays with six games, that that's gonna be very, very interesting. Yeah. Because their first few games aren't that bad. No. Like I think I think they can honestly start three and three. Mm-hmm. And he'll come back week seven against the Ravens. So that'll be something to watch. Obviously, big division game right there. And right. they need the NFL will have to flex that. Right. The NFL's gotta flex that and put that in prime time. <laughs> if if his suspension stays in six games. But I think Deshaun Watson is obviously a huge wild card because I think that roster for the Browns is obviously a, a very, very good roster top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And with a quarterback of his talent, like you can go places. Yeah. You you can you can go places. But right now I'm gonna go with the Ravens who are healthy again. JK Dobbins activated off the pub list. And uh I just think that they're gonna have a breakout season. I think Lamar is gonna ball out this year. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully he does get a new contract. So yeah, give me Ravens, Bengals. Browns, Steelers. I'm not seeing much from the Steelers. Uh, Mike Tomlin, I know he's been, you know, 500 or better every year, but yeah. I think that comes to an end this year. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'm sorry. All right. NFC side, man. NFC, we got the Bears who have been on hard knocks. Shout out to my man Dan Campbell. <laughs> I'll run through a wall for that guy. Lions, man. Lions. Oh, excuse me. Lions, Lions, Lions. Why well, say Bears? <laughs> I meant Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings are in, are in the north. The Lions are the ones on hard knocks. Right. Hey, yes, Dan Campbell is a wild guy. Yeah. That that dude is crazy. But give me your favorite storyline out of that division. Yeah, let's let's pay attention to Justin Fields and this new Bears regime. Um, and I, I'm really I'm really interested to see how this team comes together 
they have a really, really good safety duo back there. Yep. Um, their corners, they have Jalen Johnson, that corner, who's a rising uh, rising corner in the league. He's really good. But the opposite side is, is really up for question. Um, the pass rush is still up for question. The offensive line is up for question. Um, but this is a team that I think can have a better record than last year. I think year two of Justin Fields, I see, you know, camaraderie with his wide receivers. And I, I think, you know, early on, we may see a little bit of a growth process with a new scheme, new head coach, new regime. But I think he's really going to settle in really well. And I would not rule the Bears out from at least taking third in that division. Third. Okay. <laughs> Ruling a team out from potentially taking third. Is it's so crazy, rare. right? It's Still crazy, but I, I'm looking at the potential of the team, right? Because the Bears were horrible last year. I mean, they were they were awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like they could be a much better team than they were last year especially from a defensive end because they gave up a lot of touchdowns defensively last year, both through the air and on the ground. Offensively, it was, I mean, Matt Nagy was, did not help his quarterback last year. And also, he didn't have any wide receivers. But I think that they, they made a few moves at wide receiver. They have some guys that could potentially make some plays. And I think they have the right coach. So I'm looking at the Bears and I'm saying, okay, you guys can make a little bit of a jump. You're not going to make the playoffs, but you can make a jump this year. And that's all I want from a second-year quarterback is to see the growth point, right? I want to see the jump. So that's what I'm looking at. Okay. I think the Bears are actually hopeless, so I'm going to go exact <laughs> opposite. I'm going to go exact opposite on you for that one. I know that Roquan Smith mm -hmm. actually wants out from there because he feel like he's underutilized there. My biggest storyline for no, that No, he wants a new contract. Your new contract. My, well, he said he also feels that he's being underutilized as well yeah. as far as like his role. Mm -hmm. But my biggest storyline is going to be A-Rod. It's going to be A-A-Ron, mm -hmm. the two-time back-to-back MVP, mm -hmm. Nick Cage Rogers. <laughs> lost his, <laughs> lost Cage. his, <laughs> lost his, lost arguably the best receiver in the league. Uh, lost one more of his weapons on the offensive yeah. side, and now he has basically to find a new target. And you know, Father Time is ticking with him. Like mm -hmm. the the clock, the clock is dwindling. Aaron Rodgers, who continuously puts up numbers and continuously, you know, does it, and is arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, but can't win another Super Bowl. Like he can't get over that hump in the playoffs, mm -hmm. postseason, whatever the reason, he folds. Yeah. So I feel like without his weapon, is he going to be worse? Every time that we were ready to write him off, you know, they got Jordan Love. He turned up and won MVP. Yeah. He turned up and did it again. And the Packers who go 13 and three, essentially almost every season. Yeah. Where some somehow, some way get home field advantage and end up losing to the 49ers in the postseason. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to see if he can actually get over the hump and literally literally will his team to a Super Bowl. Do I think he's going to do it? No. Yeah. But do I think there's pressure on him to perform without Devontae Adams? I do. So I think that's something that I'm going to be paying close attention to this season. And obviously that filters into 
the best player in the division, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. For all the reasons that I just mentioned. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, let's, yeah. let's be, it's not Kirk Cousins. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> it is Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, the, the best player in that division is, without question, is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's got to it's gotta be Aaron Rodgers. All right, rank the division, top to bottom. Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. All right, give me Packers, Vikings, Lions. Man, shout out to my man Dan Campbell, man. Oh, now, now he's your man. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Here we go. Will, any coach willing to bite kneecaps, <laughs> lay it all out on the line for the team, first day, putting the pads on. <laughs> hey, man, Hard Knocks is hilarious. <laughs> I, I know you haven't seen it. It just started yesterday. Yeah. But Dan Campbell said it doesn't matter if you have one butt cheek, three toes. <laughs> I'll still beat you. You know what? <laughs> hey, man. That's somebody I want to play for. <laughs> well, I hope with all, all that saying, he wins some ball games. So he's going to be out of there. <laughs> you know the funniest thing? <laughs> Yo, the funniest thing is Jamal Williams gave this real heartfelt speech. Yo, y'all just don't see the vision yet, but we got to see it through. <laughs> We got to play for one another. <laughs> like, he gave all that. He started crying. I saw that. They, they may win four games. They're going to be devastated. They're going to be devastated, man. It's going to be hey, like man, week it, seven. I'm like, all it, right. It's, it's, just, it's a good, it's a it's a hilarious feel-good story. I think it's been pretty funny. Yeah. And I think Hard Knocks is going to be good, but, I mean, I don't expect them to do much. But I really don't think that the Bears are going to do much, if anything. And that's why the Lions over there. Okay. Got it. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. Kevin Durant giving the Nets an ultimatum, telling them to choose between him or Steve Nash and Sean Marks. What is KD doing, man? <laughs> KD is flexing the ultimate leverage <laughs> to try man to get up a, out of there. Man, man pulled the big joker out. Aha! Aha! I bet you ain't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, aha! I know I'm out for Steve Nash two years ago, but get him out of here. <laughs> Time to go. Do you think he really cares? Like, do you think he really cares? Because honestly, I don't know if he really cares. I think he's just doing this to me because he really wants to get traded or he's just bored like i, I really don't know what KD thinks i think he just wants to hoop so i really else. think that katie wants out of there because of the mm-hmm. mess and the foolishness that happened the last couple years okay and for the stuff that sean marks let happen like okay. <laughs> you know you need to be a general manager and he wasn't so this is a situation where Katie's like, look, I want out regardless. I will air my own self right. out there with this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's either I'm me being, or them. <laughs> I'm creating bad blood with everybody. Yeah. Yo, he sucked. He sucked. He sucked. <laughs> Yo, trade me. Yeah. He wants out, man. And that's, you know, Katie, he's at the end of his career. He wants another championship. And honestly, I mean, look, flex your muscle, bro. Flex Isn't it. He at the end of his career? I mean, he he's 35. Yeah, he just signed a 34. He just signed a four-year deal. So, I mean, I guess he is on the he's on the tail end for sure. I don't yeah. think it's the end. Well, but tail he, end he and, a, like, yeah, semantics. He is, still a, he is still, like, a top five player in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, so is LeBron I mean, at age 37. But yeah, they, we know yeah. that they're they're both on the end, like, towards the end of their career, I should say. Do you have any confidence that he's going to be a Phoenix Sun anymore? Yeah, I still do. Really? Because yeah. on the latest report, I mm-hmm. did not see them on the list. I seen Toronto, mm-hmm. I seen Boston, and I seen Miami. Phoenix yep. is no longer on that list. But the the only thing that matters is what Katie wants. 
<laughs> so right, we'll see. Do you think now that he'll be in Brooklyn to start the season? No. Okay. Do you th- after what he just said? Do you really think they want him to be on the roster? I don't. I the thing. I don't. I don't think that what he said. Honestly, I don't think what he said really matters at this point. I think that they're gonna stand their ground as far as we want to get maximum, you know, return Value, yeah. for for KD. And I don't think teams are willing to give that right nope. now. And he's under contract for four years, and I don't think he's gonna sit out. Well, I don't think KD. I don't think KD's that guy. So I think that yes. According um, to a couple he, reports, he, he will start. I think yeah. he will start at least training camp mm. with the Nets for sure. According to a couple reports, and I, I thought this was interesting yesterday, that don't assume that Katie, his love for the game, won't sit out to be traded. Okay, I've, I, okay. and that was coming from two different sources. So I'm, I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't. I, I thought Katie would, you know, it's basketball. He's going to want to play. No, KD, you know, they said don't assume that he will just play for the love of the game. He wants to be he wants to be out. And I think that he's taking this very serious and we're going to see because he and this is what I've been saying from the beginning. The Brooklyn Nets, there's no way they want Kyrie and KD back. Zero. All right. This this no, has I, been I this has been an embarrassment. <laughs> like you yeah. this has been this whole experiment has been an, uh, an absolute embarrassment. And they should they should want a clean house. Period. Including the coach. Everybody got to go. Okay. We'll see, man. I mean, I never thought that Steve Nash deserved the job to start. Ever. But, yeah. And, but Katie and Kyrie Boucher, mm-hmm. they they also said they didn't really need a coach. Yeah. And now it's like throwing the coach on the bus. I just think it's kind of weak. I, to me, that's kind of weak. Yeah. Like if you sign off on somebody, don't don't all of a sudden change up. Like yo, get him out of here. It's like, bro, what? Well, like, apparently. That's why. Apparently, because this is this was Kyrie's idea. Apparently, Kyrie is the one that said they really don't they they really don't want to coach. They can coach themselves, which is why Steve Nash got hired in the first place. KD wanted Ty Lue, apparently. From this is from also from two different people that reported uh-huh. yesterday. So I don't know what story is true or what have you, but I mean the way Kyrie's been activated, I don't know. I don't know how I could you know. In, eliminate that possibility of KD wanting Ty Lue and yeah. Kyrie saying we don't need a coach. Let's just get somebody to be there that Man, is going to listen re- to us. So I haven't really, yeah, I haven't really heard Kyrie say much lately. Yeah. It's just been mostly KD, but we'll see if either person is on the team to start. I think they're both going to be there essentially. But again, basketball isn't for a few months, so they mm-hmm. have some time. They got like seven weeks budging. before training camp. Yeah, nobody's budging as far as deals. So they're, they're going to have to either come down on the asking price or suck it up and figure it out. Yeah. Because I don't see teams budging when it looks like, you know, the players are coming out essentially making all the leverage moves. Yeah. So it's hard for the franchise to ask for this when your players are saying like the exact opposite. So that's going to be something interesting. We'll see. And, you know, while we're still on the NBA, let's, let's kind of transition to LeBron and the Lakers as well, because he has yet to sign that two year extension and he won't sign it until they put a roster around him that he feels secure with that. It will give him a chance to win a championship. How would you, how do you feel in this situation? Um, I mean, right now, as I was going to say, reports mm-hmm. came out that contract talks are going well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just generic talk. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if there are really any talks anyway. But Rich Paul came out and said that LeBron said that, you know, they're, they've had negotiations. But I mean, essentially, I feel like LeBron is, you know, kind of hindered the Lakers roster. Mm-hmm. And he's essentially been in control. Yeah. And now they just don't really have any money or assets to give. And 
So, I mean, I think it's kind of, you know, it is what it is to yeah. me. I don't think that he can hold out as long as he wants to, but they can't give him much more supporting cast than, you know, what he's asked for the last couple of years because they don't have anything to gamble with. Yeah. It, like, the Lakers essentially have no leverage to, you know, put a big roster around him. So, I kind of think he's SOL. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Westbrook trade kind of drained out all the yeah. assets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just think it is what it is at this point. So, I mean, I don't foresee him leaving. Mm -hmm. So, he, I mean, he's to me, he's just going to kind of have to figure out what he has. He's going to have to figure out a way to win with what he has. Got it. That, uh, essentially, that is what I see the Lakers situation being right now. Okay. DeJounte Murray, man. <laughs> and Paulo Bancaro have gotten into it. Uh, they, I know they had a pro-am tournament over the weekend, and then they took their beef to social media. Dejounte Murray, he's been wilding lately in these pro yeah, I don't know what's through, the, through the threw the ball off somebody's head like yeah. three times. Threw the hit hit Ben Carroll with the ball, dunked it, and then threw the ball at him. And then <laughs> my man hopped on Twitter and said, "Yo, I'll blow your back out." Yeah, I was like, pause, 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 whoa, 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 hey, yo, hey, yo, are you okay? Hey, hey yo, officer, please, bro, bro. I don't know if you see Michael Parsons tweet. He said, "Yo, what's going on?" Yeah. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, like, yo. <laughs> I, I think Look, all the man. players tuning into Look. this is hilarious. Look, man. All I'm saying is he been in Atlanta like three Too weeks, long. It's acted, been too long acted, for him already. He acted totally different. <laughs> Atlanta then turned that man <laughs> out. Atlanta changing people, man. We got to get that man out there. Hey, yeah, it's like, dog, nah, whoa. He when I saw that, I was like, oh, 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 oh. Like, yo, what are we doing here? How, how did we get here? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, like, how did we get here? Like, Yo, Ben Carroll ain't even played one game in the league yet. Like, what's your beef? What's your beef? And why you want to blow his back? Yeah, it's a pause. Pause. Whoa. I was, just, I was like, hey, man, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on, guys? Like, hey, calm down. <laughs> Let's all settle down here. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I don't know, man. He... That was that was questionable, dog. I ain't yeah, gonna hold man. You. That that was, that was something that I did not expect to see. <laughs> Oh, I right, think guys. I think everybody was shocked by that. Like, <laughs> it's getting what? a little getting a little chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> getting a little chaotic. All right, man. That's all I got. Want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter, guys. Coronavirus, monkeypox, whatever it is, <laughs> measles, mono. <laughs> Yo, it's all gross. Wash your hands. <laughs> Mask up again, especially at airports. Like, oh my goodness. Y'all are nasty. Like, oh, Y'all are just man. sick. But just continue to pray for those who need prayer. Continue to just look out for yourselves and your families and just be mindful of those around you and your surroundings. And we appreciate all the listeners, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate all the love and support you've been showing us. Guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. We really, really appreciate it. Guys, do not forget on Apple Podcasts to give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Please, please, please go ahead and do that. Hey, man. I found this Jamal Williams speech. <laughs> hey, man, hold on. <laughs> well, let y'all know, man, today is the minimum of effort. Tomorrow we're going to come back even better. 
I know we started out slow. I know we got pads on the first day coming back. I know we looking at Coach Craig, but we got to believe in him. You know what I mean? He going he gonna to put us in the right position. We just got to come out here and be dogs. We got to come out here and know we got to be champions. If today y'all think this, this ain't it, you got to keep going. Do not give up. Do not feel like you tired. Were you tired? Think of last year. And think of that record. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that record. That ain't us. Yeah, we can make it. it. We gotta believe. We gotta be mentally strong. When we tired, that's when we gotta put our fundamentals together. That's when we gotta be more focused. When we tired, look across the field and see how tired they are. I can give you more effort. Be like, I'm gonna beat this. <laughs> I'm gonna get. All right, all right. <laughs> hey man, if that don't make you hype, I don't know what will. <laughs> Think of that record. We suck. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> If you tired, look across the field and look how tired they are. What, <laughs> hey, what are we doing? I, I know we're looking at Coach Crazy right now. <laughs> oh my God, man. Hey man, y'all watch hard knocks, man. That's not I'm out of here. Hey, hey, that's how that's not who we are. <laughs> that's not yes it is. Yes it, is. it is. It's been y'all yes, forever. It yes it is. Y'all suck, bro. <laughs> hey man, watch hard knocks. I'm out of here. Yo. Really thought it ain't no debate, no way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate, cool breeze mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena, rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia, more drip more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get no mediocre. I'm feeling like Tip, sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many skies and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.